Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Brian Baldinger. Welcome to Wednesday's edition of the best football show. I'm Brian Baldinger. Baldy right here in my lovely film room where I've been here. We're taping this at 1230 on Wednesday afternoon. And uh, I've been here since about 7 this morning. So uh, I ended up finishing watching my 15th and 16th game. So I've watched all the games from week six. And um, I started with Indy Jacksonville since I have Indianapolis this week against the Cleveland Browns. I kind of wanted to see what they look like with Gardner Minshew uh, at quarterback. And so I saw a lot from Indianapolis, a lot from Jacksonville. So I kind of just wanted to start right there since, you know, Jacksonville kicks off week seven on Thursday night football on uh, Amazon Prime. They, they kick off tomorrow night in New Orleans. So let's just start with Jacksonville because, you know, it's interesting. There's a lot of great philosophers that said that life can change in an instant. You can change your behavior in an instant. And football games can change in an instant. And last weekend in Jacksonville, this game changed in an instant. Indianapolis was up 3-0. Jacksonville gets the ball. They drive it down the field. Um, and Travis Etienne scores on a two-yard touchdown run to go up 7-3. They kick off to Indianapolis on first and 10 at their 25-yard line. Josh Allen, uh, Josh Allen, the pass rusher, straight out of Montclair, New Jersey, number 41 for the Jags, the right defensive end. He turned the corner on a young tackle for Indianapolis, got to guard Minshew, got the ball out. Jacksonville recovers it at the 22-yard line. First play, they line up in a wildcat formation with Travis Etienne taking the ball and the rookie running back, Tank Bigsby, right next to him. And they run a little, you know, read option inside. And Travis keeps it, and he picks up a bunch of blockers. Luke Fortner, the center, goes down the field. Evan Ingram leads him. And he goes 22 yards for a touchdown. And in 16 seconds, 16 seconds, the Jaguars went from losing 3 nothing to up 14-3. They never looked back. They just piled on. And, you know, that, that, that game got away from the Colts. They didn't play poorly defensively. In fact, statistically, they outgained Jacksonville by a bunch. Uh, they had a lot of plays. Gardner Minshew was always going to complete a lot of passes, got the ball to his wide receivers. But they, they fell behind, and they had to play catch-up, and they had to throw it. And, you know, the week before when they won, Zach Moss had a great game. And So, anyways, Jacksonville, when you watch them, they just have, you know, the, the good thing is they've been reason. I don't want to jinx the team, but they've been reasonably healthy. Like you, you, you turn on the tape and defensively, you know, there's Kayvon, there's Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen. There's Roy Robertson, Harris inside. There's Devin Lloyd and uh, Foyer Aluaquan. And there's Darius Williams. And, you know, I mean, you, you know, Andrew Cisco and that you just watch them. It's like the same guys every week. You know, and so that's good. Like, they got a lot of continuity. Like, 
I think Foye Aluakwan is probably the most underrated player in this league. I think he led the league in tackles last year. But he, he's he's a Yale, you know, he came out of Yale. He's super smart. He's super articulate. Like, he really understands the game, formations, plays, designs. So you watch him. Like, and Devin Lloyd in his second year now out of Utah, like, they're two good off-the-ball inside linebackers. They make a ton of plays. Um, and so last week, they intercepted uh, Gardner Minshew three times. Um, and really, the, the interception by Darius Williams. Like, this kid, you know, he's – He's, he's a special player. Now, he's got interceptions in three straight games, and he really reads the formation. He reads the routes. He's got great quickness. He drives on the ball really well. Probably could have had four interceptions last week. So, anyways, he's playing really, really well. Uh, Rayshon Jenkins got an interception. He always plays well, wherever he's at, free safety, in the box. Make it, like He's just a very, very sound football player. So, you know, you watch them play, they're really good. And then offensively, um, you know, they they lost, you know, they've got a rookie right tackle. who had some growing pains early in the year, Anton Harrison. But he's playing next to Brandon Sheriff, Luke Fortner, Shatley at left guard, uh, Cam Robinson at left tackle. They're, they're really solid up front. And Trevor's playing good football. You know, he's, he's got a, a true number one receiver, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, is a speed demon, like he's really, really good. Evan Ingram, like they've got everything it takes to be a really good offense. And, you know, if you just forward and advance the game to tomorrow night, which kicks off week seven somehow already, the Saints are struggling on offense. And the big reason why they're struggling on offense is their offensive line has got a lot of question marks. Trevor Penning got benched last week. I think he got benched. I don't know the exact reason he came out of the game. Maurice Hurst went over there to left tackle. He's not very good at left tackle. Like they, they're just they're having trouble with penalties, with pressures, and so you know you got all these receivers, Rashid Shahid and Chris Olave, and they've got all this Alvin Kamara. They've got all these players, Michael Thomas. They're not being, you know, they're only one game this year, that blowout win in New England in week five, 34 nothing. Um, they haven't scored more than 20 points in a game. They look like a 17-point offense right now because they just struggle in key areas. And Derek Carr has has you know been banged up and injured, but he looks like he's getting healthier. But you know, they really rely on their defense. And their defense last week, you know, gave up two touchdown passes to CJ. Stroud, you know, against Houston, and they lost 20-17. to 17. It's a tough loss, but their defense is good. Like you – those were – like I did the matchup you want to watch in this game, honestly, is watch these the, these Jacksonville receivers, all right? I just mentioned them, Ridley and Kirk and Ingram. and Like just watch them against these Saint cornerbacks. They play a ton of press man coverage. Lattimore, Alante Taylor, um, Paulson Adebo, like these guys play a lot of man coverage. And so can these receivers from Jacksonville separate? Do they go to bunch formations and try to get quick rubs for Trevor Lawrence, get the ball out of his hands? You know, and then they've got they've got a lot of good defensive players in the front. You know, Cam Jordan, obviously, I don't know how many games he started in a row, you know, like almost his entire career, basically. Like he doesn't miss games, you know. And then um, you, you look at – you know, uh, 
Granderson, like Granderson, 96, is playing the best football of anybody up front. So whoever's at left tackle right now, Cam Robinson for Jacksonville, they're going to have their hands full. This guy is playing great football. So it's going to be it's going to be a good contest on a short week. Um, Jacksonville looks healthy, though, and that's a good thing. You know, like you think about their schedule. They went to London, and they were there for two weeks, basically. They come back home. They get the Colts at home, and then they turn around in a short week, and they go to, to New Orleans. So they're, you know, they're logging some miles here, and they've been away from home a bunch. Um, and so we'll just see how they kind of handle that. We've never that's – a, that's a tough turnaround. Some teams – prefer to have a bye week after they go to London. They didn't. They took the Colts on at home. They own the Colts at home. It worked out good, but then they get the short week. So somehow does the fatigue, jet lag, travel, hotel rooms, does that catch up to Jacksonville? Or can they get through this game with a win, get their fourth win in a row, and get a mini bye? Like, I'm sure that's the message from Doug Peterson to the team. Um, and, you know, and then – Really, for for the Saints, they've got to they got to get on the winning track. They've they've got one win in the last month, you know, and it was against the Patriots, who's everybody's kind of just eaten up on. Okay, so that's that. And then I watched Buffalo and the Giants. It, you know, gosh, the Giants. I'm watching the Giants. It's the same story. Like, you know, they lose the left tackle, who's the backup left tackle to begin with, like in the first quarter. So now the the backup left guard, who just got signed last week has to go play left tackle, and they got to put a backup backup left guard in at left guard. Okay, so that's hard enough. But they they can't get their blocking assignments right. They just don't block the right people, and they just turn guys loose. But maybe the most criminal play that they had, like the defense was playing great. They're up 6 nothing. There's 14 seconds left in the half. This is just criminal. I mean, Terod Taylor's been in the league a long time. I'm not putting this on Terod, but it's on Terod. 14 seconds, you're on the one-yard line of the Buffalo Bills. You have no timeouts. Like, you you know there's two plays in his helmet. You know, they, you've got to run if – maybe if they're playing pass. I, I doubt you'd – but he checked to a run. And they give to Saquon to get stuff. It's not a well-blocked play. But that's who the Giants are. They don't block the run well. Brian Dable blows up at Terod Taylor on the sideline. Okay. They came away with nothing. But the, the shocking part is 14 seconds left, no timeouts. The whole Everybody knows. Like, if you run it, you better score. Otherwise, you're coming away with nothing. You, everybody knows that. And actually, Terod looked like he, he wasn't sure that the clock was going to run down and run out. Like, he didn't even, like, he, he hit the whole thing where, like, we got to clock it, we got to clock it, until it was too late. I just don't know. Like that's coaching. It's on. It's on Brian Dable. It just is. Terod Taylor, though, has been in this league a long time. He's a veteran quarterback. You should know better. You have to throw. You if you throw it, you got three shots at the end zone from the one yard line. Um, but to come away with nothing in a game where they're up six nothing and you lose fourteen to nine, you don't score a stinking touchdown. That's horrible. And so you know they're down the one yard line or inside the five twice. They came away with a total of three points. Let's you know they can't gain a yard. It's been going on all year. They can't get a convert a third and one. They can't convert a fourth and one. They can't convert a goal line play. Like they can't get a yard. They don't know what to do. And it's uh, it's it's like the season. You could just call it the longest yard. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, but the defense played good. You know, I mean, gosh, they lose a Dory Jackson early in the game. They're out there with two rookie corners and you're up against Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen and you hold them to 14 points. The best, Bobby O'Karake, their big free agent signing middle linebacker, played great. You know, knocked out the knocked out a fumble and got it recovered by Michael McFadden, and you know it was good. Um, so you know Buffalo, uh, but they scored fourteen points. You know they're they're not uh, they're an up and down team right now. They just are uh, offensively, and it's hard to watch them. Now they go to New England this weekend. Um, you know they're out there with corners. Christian Benford, a six-rounder out of Villanova, Kyer Elam, who obviously they're not in love with, but he's a first-round pick. And, you know, that those are the guys on the corners. But they're going up against, you know, the Patriot receivers that aren't very good in offense that looks stuck in the mud. So, you know, should Buffalo get to five wins this weekend? Probably. Um, so, anyways, that's kind of what I've seen today on the film room. Uh, it's not the sexiest or, you know, the biggest storylines or anything like that. But, you know, Giant fans are just, you know, they're just they, – they don't know what to do. And I don't know what to do. It's hard to watch them. It's hard to watch the level of dysfunction where they can't run a single play without a breakdown. You know, the, the, you know somehow Saquon ran for almost 100 yards, and he popped a, a 34-yard run and popped a 19-yard run. And on those plays, they blocked the plays good. You got a hat on the hat, and Saquon exploded. Um, but by and large, most plays are 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 doomed before they start from just the the number of breakdowns up front, over and over, missed assignments, poor techniques. Um, you know, but they've got backups to backups across the board. And Evan Neal, their first round pick, has been struggling and still is struggling. And part of it is. He's got a different right guard next to him like every week. And, you know, and he's 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 doesn't play with a lot of confidence. And so he goes up against good players like he saw last week and Greg Rousseau and some, you know, talented players. And and they struggle. The one guy I want to mention from the Buffalo Bills before I close the best football show out today is this Terrell Bernard, their second, you know, second year player at middle linebacker, number 43. He's some kind of football player. Like, first of all, I think he's 215 pounds, maybe. All right, guy, he hit Saquon Barkley at the one-yard line as hard as you could hit somebody, just stop them cold in his tracks. We know what Saquon looks like. He's 230 pounds, quadzilla legs. He hit him like he hadn't have an ounce of fear. Like, he runs right through people. He had three tackle for losses in the game last week. Uh, he leads the team in tackles. They lost Matt Milano, who's basically a very similar player, and they're replacing him with Dorian Williams. But the speed at linebacker and the way that Terrell Bernard plays, he's something else, man. He's he's something to watch. Number 43, like he's everywhere. And he plays the game the right way, plays a hard, physical, and tough. And I call him Captain Stick because he sticks everything that he moves. But anyways, that's Baldy here. 
Wednesday edition of the best football show. I hope you tune in, watch it, listen to it on Odyssey apps and where you get your apps. It's out there every day. We'll be here every day bringing you the latest from the film room. Thanks for joining me, and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow.